This podcast may contain questionable language, will contain spoilers, and it's still not safe to go back into the water. Welcome to episode 121 of Movie Drive. Viewer's choice. <laughs> listener's choice. It is listener's choice, yeah. yeah. I'm Solitary Steve. And I'm a clever word that begins with M that means on his own mark. <laughs> is that it? I couldn't think of one. No? No. Okay. You put me on the spot, mate. Did Panicked. I? Panicked. Okay. Well, it's just all this uh, social distancing. Yeah. Obviously, I'm at home in my office and you. it looks like you're in a cold shed. No, there. warm, mate. Oh, yeah? This is basking. Is it? Yeah, basking. Why is it? It's not normally warm in there. Why are you saying it's warm in the, in well, the movie drone HQ? Because the boiler's broke indoors. <laughs> got no water, no heating. <laughs> I've got a heater out here. <laughs> basking, mate. <laughs> you got my heater? I got, you got your heater oh, cuddled up next to it. Because, really? uh, yeah, I ain't got nothing, mate. Jesus. Like isomacles. Really? Yeah. Welcome, everybody, to this episode. Uh, if you haven't joined us before, uh, we are social distancing, so mm. um, so we're not together. So we're the... Yeah, it's good. It's Don't good. say it like it's a bad thing, mate. <laughs> so what's been going on then, mate? Why have you got no boiler? Um, do you really want to know? I mean, is it boring? Well, the siphon pipe split, isn't it? Right, it's boring. Yeah. Right, okay, I didn't want to we, know. We've, we've changed the... Uh, no, no, I don't want to know. Okay. That, that is it. That's yeah, all It's basically, um, the technical term for it is fucked. Right. Okay. So, it's not working. Um, wet white paths? I had a wet white wash last night. <laughs> Did you? Managed to fudge it through for a couple of nights because it kept going into error. I uh, oh. managed to fudge it through. Oh. Uh, weren't doing it tonight because... Oh. Uh, Basically, plumbers come around and left it all in bits. Right. So there's no right. way I can fudge that. Right. I mean, you haven't washed your hair for about two months anyway, no, so that's I all right. I mean, to wash my hair. Too. Well, I mean, you haven't. Have I keep you? twisting it for dreadlocks. Do you want to come round and have... Oh, you can't, can you? can't come no, round and have a shower, can no. you? Oh, oh that's I'm good. Banged. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. Anything else? What have you been up to? I mean, we had the emu story last week. I mean, yeah. if you've missed the emu story, anyone, then... Have a listen to that. I mean, that's uh, amazing. I saw the, the video. The story went down well. I saw the video. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? I'm not the next David Attenborough, am I? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Maybe you should post it up just to, to prove everyone that it did actually happen. Yeah, it's language I'm a bit worried about. Oh, okay. I'm a bit worried. David I got a bit excited. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, do you know we all laughed last week, didn't we? Ha ha, I got a COVID kid. Yeah. <laughs> two fucking COVID kids. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. So's uh, Lisa's got yeah, two. Yeah, two of them. Um, uh, I mean, not not got COVID, but obviously been sent home for, yep. for, for a school. Still yeah. good news, though, because I've worked all year yeah. and I've got a week off next week. Yeah. So, yeah, terrific. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it couldn't be better. I mean, got Lisa, so t- obviously Tim's got two at home, so you, and you have, and Sophie's had some at home. I've got to be honest, mate, I find it very, very amusing. Yeah, it's well, amusing it's good, because, like, I don't know, a couple of months back, we was like, oh, like, been working really hard. Neither of us had a break during the year, so we're like, right, let's book our birthday weeks off, because yeah. Mrs. is on Wednesday next yeah. week, mine's on the Friday, so yeah. we're like, nice birthday week, go for a pub lunch, Drop the kids off school, we can go for a breakfast, <laughs> go for a pub lunch, etc., etc. Have a couple of cocktails, you know, what it's like. Basically, we're stuck in home with two kids homeschooling. Nice. Yeah. On lockdown. On lockdown. Yeah, yeah. Good, good. Pleased for you. Yay. Good luck um, to you. Yeah, terrific. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just want to actually, I want to give you a bit of kudos, mate. All right. I want to give you 
a big pat on the back. No shit. Yeah, no chance. I don't, I don't think it. people do them. And you put a lot of effort into them. And I think people need to read the show notes. Right. Because it actually made me spit my tea out this week. Because <laughs> really? you put in... You know no one reads. You know the only person who reads the show notes is you. Yeah, I know, but they right. are worth it. It's like right. hanging on for the wonderful joke at the end. Right. Okay. You need to do it. Because um, the um, amusing story <laughs> bit in there... Sometimes I read them and I have to remind myself what we talked about. Right. And I'm thinking, what the fuck's that about? <laughs> and then I saw an amusing story. Right. I've been using it all week. <laughs> yeah, you have. Been, I, I, you did nick it. I did, did nick it, yeah, yeah. I, I will admit. But it made me spit my tea out. Did it? Okay, I'm pleased for you, mate. I'm yeah. pleased for you. I so, mean, the pressure's on now. I don't yeah. really want to write any good ones now. So. Oh, go back for the old ones. There's some brilliant yeah, ones. Yeah, there is some it. good ones. Yeah, you're right. Um, but yeah, what have you been up to this week, I haven't week, really mate? done a lot, mate. you got to be beat dog vomit. No, I can't beat dog vomit. There's oh. nothing really been going on. You I mean, can with a whisk. Uh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, obviously, if you didn't hear the dog sick story last yeah. week, that was quite amusing. Yeah, we had some good fun, some good stories last yeah. week. But I haven't really done a lot, mate. I've got to be honest. There's uh, The household's got one dog that's not eating, one dog that's eating everything. Okay. Um, you know, just standard. And uh, not really a lot. Jill's just working hard, isn't it? You know mm. what I mean? There Sucks, is nothing going on. Nothing good in life, is there, mate? <laughs> no. It all well, sucks. I'm saying that. I'm in a really good mood. Okay. I'm all, one of these people at the moment at work. I'm just yeah. a bit down on that at work at the minute. There's stuff going on, but it's not as busy as we normally yeah. are. So we have sort of like let people go and all that. But I'm like the ray of sunshine. I'm yeah. the, the ray of sunshine you in the morning, like would you believe? poor at work. You right. thrive off other people's misery. <laughs> no, as everyone else goes down, you go up. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly the same. Is Every it? company's got one. Right. Is that me, is it? Yeah, that's okay. it. <laughs> all right. Please be that person. <laughs> Brilliant. Right, okay then, mate. So after all that, do you want to do some thanks? Yes, mate. I've got a decent old list here. So we have got thanks to Heavyweight Chumps Podcast, VHS Strikes Back, Right Stuff Reviews, Ronnie Castle, The Movie Journey, Death by Cold Steel, Citizen Channel, WTM, Little Nick, Beautiful, Cinematic Blind Spots, Forza Crowd, Gaz Lee again, mate. Oh, Lee again, oh, he's on a roll. Mixed Media Forest Pod and Collateral Cinema. Okay, so thank you to all of those for the retweets yeah. this week on Twitter. I've got uh, some special thanks this week for people who've gone that extra mile with mentions, tags, follows. We've got Jill Cassie, VHS Strikes Back, the lovely, lovely Miriam, Jamie Russell, Cinema Recall, Glyn, Sean Panda Nicholson, Emma at the Movies, Ryan, Mr. Positivity, Wolfie T, Mike, Mike and Oscar, Okadura Palauer, Jamie Irwin, Reverie True Crime Podcast, LJ Human, Film Busters Ben and Paul, Miles and Podcast H. Q. Yeah, lots of those retweeted as well, mate. Yeah, we I just know. don't like to double up, you know. We don't know, so thank you so much to you guys. Um, especially, uh, do you see Film Busters? They're donating the takings from their merchandise to the Alzheimer's. Oh, absolute legend yeah, charity. So, um, I mean, we which would is do amazing. the same, but we don't have merchandise and we wouldn't sell any. <laughs> no. So fair play to them. No, I mean just to give everyone an update on the dog blankets. Yeah. Uh, it's very difficult at the minute to give them to anybody because they won't let. Uh, anyone take anything because of COVID at the moment? No, they're saying, so. sorry, we can't take donations no. at the moment. No. So as soon as they're open, we've got contacts. Yeah, we're not just keeping them and you're not no. using them to keep warm no. in the house at the no, moment. It no, it might come right. to that, though. <laughs> it might do. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't got them underneath, have you? I mean, on screen, it yeah. obviously puts about £20 on you, doesn't it? Do they say, was it £20 or like three stone on you? Have you got all those dog blankets wrapped on you <laughs> if you go? All right. All I can see is like this puffer jacket of you in this. <laughs> um, okay, then, right. So I've got a promo this week, special one. Have you, mate? I'll get my cape. Jackson saves the moon. 
The incredible new children's book from Darren Garwood and illustrator Carl Osborne is now available at www.jacksonsuperhero.com, Amazon, Waterstones, and all other major book outlets. Join Jackson in a quest to bring back the moonshine, meet aliens from another planet, and fly in a rocket ship across the galaxy. Jackson Saves the Moon. Other titles in the series include Jackson Saves an Owl and Jackson's Solution to Pollution. Live the adventure at www.jacksonsuperhero.com. There we go. So that is a special promo stroke ad there. That is for Jackson Superhero. So I don't know if you know the story about that, mate. Darren Garwood, the father of a lovely little kid called Jackson, got terminal illness. Um, Bless you. Yeah, I don't know if you've heard of crab disease. I haven't heard of it. No. Crab disease. Um, And he came up with the idea that as Jackson can't move during the day, he wanted to help him dream at night. So he wrote books where his son Jackson is a superhero um, and he's selling them at the moment. I know, mate. I, I bought know. one. And, uh, yeah, I know you did, yeah. And he reads, um, he reads them to him so yeah. in the hope that he can uh, dream of being a superhero. Lovely story, absolutely beautiful story. Um, the, what one did you buy? There's Solution to Pollution. Did you buy that no, one? No, I bought the one with the, the moon. Okay, all right, okay. Yeah, I'm we waiting for it. Know. It's oh. been dispatched according to Amazon. Has it? It should be with me today, um, tomorrow or the next day. Okay, right. So please, people, have a look at Jackson Superhero. If you want something like a, um, a stocking filler or something for your kids for Christmas, like a book that actually means something, then have a look for Jackson Superhero or Darren Garwood um, yeah. on the interweb yeah. and basically um, and purchase one of the books. Yeah, and um, thanks, Sean, for highlighting them. Thanks very much, Sean, for them amazing cause. So everybody, please get involved. Yeah, buy a book. Only six quid. Yeah. Six quid. Bargain. Yeah. It is. It yeah. is indeed. Right then, mate, you want to move on? Yes, mate. Do you want to play a film, James? Yeah. Welcome to the Mark Reads Some Film Lines in Some Similar Voices and Steve has to guess the film from the Lines Read to Get Points game. Hashtag, what's that film? There you go. So this is your section. Yeah, um, sequin suit still not here. <laughs> it is. How's this going, mate? I mean, how's, how's, what's this film going all right? People are loving it, mate. Yeah. I've, had, I've had a few, I'll say a few, I've had a couple of uh, issues this week. Right, people, okay. People criticising, critiquing <laughs> my performance. <laughs> Okay. Um, and I've accepted, and I'm going to change, and okay. I'm now going to announce the previous film. Right. I just assumed everyone would have got it, follows us on Twitter, see, because we uh-huh. have good interaction on Twitter. Um, not everyone's like a Twitter buff, no. so they don't get it. So last week's film was American Pie. Yeah. Well done, everyone who got it. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, you did. I mean, a bit late. I mean, I only got one point. But... I was going to say, well, Sophie, Glynn, Elmo, Paul, and Luke all got five. Fives? Yeah, all got fives. Jamie and Sean got freeze right now the clue they got it on was about a sex robot right not going to say any more than that but we all know i've seen too many films with sex robots to get it on that (laughs) one mate i tell you (laughs) okay all right then yeah Yeah. so there you go i mean i I would a little critique from me i would obviously like more impressions sort of like it to sound a little bit more long so maybe you can like sort of work on that one but anyway are we ready for this week yeah go on right five points what's that film (laughs) it's like a new pair of underwear at first, they're restrictive, but then they become a part of you. Oh, there's that last little uh, impression. Yeah. Say impression, mate. It was, Already yeah. ramped it up for you. <laughs> it was. Uh, oh, no. I, I, no, no. Wasn't no. enough of it. No, no, go on. Okay. For four points, mate. Yeah. What's that feel? Yeah. Did you ever find Bugs Bunny attractive when he put on a dress and play a girl bunny? Uh, what can I think of? What can I think of? Uh, it's not... No. For three points, mate. Yeah. What's that feel? Yeah. A gun rack. 
I don't even own a gun, let alone many guns that would necessitate an entire rack. <laughs> I know it. I oh, know it. I know it. I know it. Oh, I think it's going to go right for you. I Mind blank. Blank. Yeah, I have, I have five. a blanker. Yeah. For two points, mate. Yeah. What's that feel? Yeah. It will be mine. Oh, yes. It will be mine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, mate. Oh, no. I know. It's bad. I'm really struggling. Um, the pressure's really on. Uh, no, I know it. I know it. <laughs> you know it? No, I do, but I can't say right. Go on. For one point, mate. Oh, this is bad. What's that feel? Yeah. I'd have to say, Asphinctus says what? <laughs> I said, Asphinctus says what? Oh, do you know what I mean? I'm blanking. This oh, is this stupid. Is this is really bad. I know. Asphinctus. No, I know. I know the fucking. What? I know the, the saying. I'm just trying to think of the film. Only it's, you just keep repeating it. Asphinctus <laughs> <laughs> says what? Oh, I've got. I've got to get it. Oh, yeah. No, no. I've got it. I've got it. Yeah? Yeah. Go on, then. Yes, mate. Yeah. Yes. Well Jesus. done. What fucking idiot. Oh, that was a cluster, wasn't it? it? Was, that was yeah. proper banged in there. That wasn't coming out. <laughs> that was bad. So I apologise to everyone for that. I'm sure everyone's going to get that on five. Damn it. Damn you. What you fucking film? It's good, isn't it? No. Isn't it good? No. All right. So I'm finishing that. Right? Yeah. Ready? Okay. Is next section? Yes, mate. This is Mark's Mail Sack. There we go. So Mark's Mail Sack. Yeah. So there's a new section. I mean, how's it going? We got some got some questions in? Got a couple, mate. We did get a couple, yeah? Yes, mate. Excellent. Right. Yeah. Okay. So thank you very much, everyone, for sending those in. Mm. I say everyone, Still the two coming. people send them in. If you've got questions for us that you want us to do um, or answer, please send some in. Mm. Um, how can I do it, mate? They can do it via Twitter or Instagram, which is at movie underscore drone, or via email on moviedronepodcast at hotmail.com. They can indeed. Right, okay, so move on to the next section. Yes, mate. This is the section that we love to call Question, question time. time. Question time, question time, time for the question, question time. Question time, question time, time for the question. Time. There we go. The lovely, lovely music. Right, okay. So we did get a couple of questions in. Yeah. Right, do you want to do the first one? Yeah, Ben Gardner. Okay. Says, hi, Movie Drone. I've been listening to your podcast for a while and have noticed you like to use a word lots. Hmm. Oops. Oops. Not bad. <laughs> but apparently that word is tropes, mate. What? Not that one. Um, what movie tropes are you bored of seeing? And conversely, what ones do you feel need to be in certain films to give them their feel? Excellent. Great question, that one. Yeah, it Great is. Question. Great okay, question. right. So, Mark, uh, tropes. Can we do the ones we hate first? Go on, then. Go on. My first one. Yeah. No signal or battery dead. Right, okay. What on a phone? On a f- it's just right. lazy. Right. Lazy, lazy. Okay. If you're, you're going to go, oh, no, my phone's dead, at least acknowledge you've got it beforehand, the battery's going down, and then don't find the 1% of the country that's got no signal. <laughs> don't okay. hold it in the air either. <laughs> Ain't going to do nothing. <laughs> well, if it's dead. Or yeah, it's not if it's not got any signal, just walking around <laughs> holding it in the air staring at I've done that before. I've Did done that before, work? though, when I was playing like a football game. Do you remember that football game oh, we used to yes. play? And I've taken it up the garden when I've been on holiday and there's yeah. been no Wi-Fi. I've taken it up the garden and looked for a signal. It does work. Fuck yeah, yeah it does work. <laughs> um, my one is flashing torch. You know, the torch where the batteries yeah, don't yeah. connect. How many torches have you had that have actually done that? You know what no, I mean? no. no, there you Actually, go. no, mate. I remember now. I was in the garden once walking <laughs> around. And yeah, yeah, I rattled it and it happened. <laughs> 
Go on. Only America exists in disaster films or alien films. <laughs> right. There is the rest of the world, you know. Okay. <laughs> Fair yeah. enough. Um, my one is the medicine cabinet reflection. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when literally yeah. in all horror films, yeah. when I open it and close it. And then they're a little bit lazier now when it doesn't. Yeah. No one's there and you're sort of just worried about it. I've got that one down as mirror scares, mate. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Not finishing off someone who you're not sure is dead. <laughs> right. So we've walked around for two hours and then we've shot, shot him and we think, oh, one bullet. He's lying on the floor. He's probably dead. Right. I walk up to him and just, you got a gun, mate. Just keep firing at his head. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Mine, I've got walking away from an explosion. Okay. I'm not being funny, mate, but I don't care who you are. You're running away from an explosion. You don't know about that control on there, do you? Unless you are a proper explosive expert, which none of the people walking away from explosion that I've seen on film have been. My next one, mate. That is funny. I know some right miserable bastards. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right, yeah. I know some funny skinny people, but they were like, oh, fat and jolly. Right. I know some real miserable ones. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. I've got another one. Yeah. People are hotter without glasses. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. True They're story. not. They're not. <laughs> They're not. I love my glasses. Okay. I, I think I look as good with or without them. You think what you like, mate. <laughs> not drinking a drink you've just ordered. <laughs> Right, okay. let's go, we'll sit down. I'll have a pint, please, mate. Don't even touch it, and then they'll walk out. Right. Drink your fucking drink. Okay. <laughs> and pay for it. <laughs> okay. I've got one more. Yeah. It was just a cat. Huh? It was just a cat. Right. Hear a noise, hear something. Oh, okay. Something jumps I'm up. With you. It's just a cat. Okay. Fucking cat. Hate cats. <laughs> okay. Um, I've got two more. Right. Right. The, I could kill you with a gun. But I want to fight you man to man. Right. <laughs> right. Got this gun, but it's just you and me now. Yeah. We'll settle this like men. Okay. Fuck off, shoot him in the head, mate. <laughs> Game over. And my last one is not saying goodbye on the phone. Right. Or organising things properly. Okay. Like, yeah, I'll meet you by the spire. No time, no date, <laughs> no goodbye. <laughs> that would do me any. That was what, like my life before, because you never used to have uh, internet or phones. Yeah. It used to be, you used to arrange to meet someone yeah. on your mum's phone yeah. and then you used to get halfway there and realise you hadn't told them what time <laughs> and then you're fucked here, so you have yeah. to go back home. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I, I suppose you hadn't, didn't have one. Go on. It was all a dream. It's all a dream. My last one, mate. It's all a dream. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, why did I not have that? I oh, know. thought yeah. you would do. I should have. Right, okay. So the second part of it, what ones do you think we should have then? Yeah. Damsel in distress, an unlikely hero. Right. Okay. I always feel like it's always nice to be the hero, to be someone you wouldn't expect. Although, weirdly, you sometimes do expect it because you know that it's going to be a damsel in distress, unlikely hero. But I'll stop rabbiting. Okay. One. Right, there you go. Yeah. Uh, I've got one. Villains with terrible accuracy. Yes. I think that uh, if you if you had villains who could actually shoot, the films would be an awful lot shorter. So you need a lot of bad shooting, don't you? you? Do, I've got yeah. bad shooting down, lots right. of gunfire, yeah. as it'd be quite disappointing if you just went, <laughs> boom. <laughs> oh. Okay. And he's gone. Yeah, there you We'd go. We'd call this one a short. Your perfect length James Bond film, three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my last one, I've got was struggle with the needs, mate, but my other one is I actually quite like the final scare. Right, Okay. No, as you get to the thing and there's just that one last thing. Right, okay. I like the... You do like that, yeah? yeah just relaxed. Okay. I think it's needed. <laughs> well, that's it, mate. I haven't got yeah. any. I struggle with the needs as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. just 
you know, be more original. Okay. Don't be lazy. <laughs> okay. So thank you very much, Ben, for that question. Mm. Right, you got another one? Yeah. This one's from Chris, mate. Oh, okay. Simple one. Right. Top three courtroom scenes, please. Oh, what, from last week? I saw that, yeah, yeah. leading on from last week's yeah. uh, Trial of Chicago 7. Went down well, actually. It's it quite did. a good episode, yeah. Enjoyed yeah. that. Got any? I've done top three, okay. as he's asked. So yeah. my third one, Trial of Chicago 7, mate. Okay. Nice and strong one. That that I especially like the final scene where he reads the names out. Yeah. yeah okay. Very powerful. Right. Okay. My number three is A Time to Kill. Good choice. You good gave choice. me from homework. Yeah. Um, can't remember a lot about it, mm. but I do remember the courtroom scenes. Cool. It's quite a good one, that one. Yeah. yeah. My number two, mm. The Time to Kill. Is it? Yeah. I love Matthew McConaughey's closing argument. Okay. Yeah. Right. Great. Excellent. My number two, Liar Liar. Oh, nice. All right. Yeah, okay. I mean, I do like a bit of fun. Apparently you know? not that funny, though, eh? Um, <laughs> <laughs> and number one, for me, To Kill a Mockingbird. Right. Okay. It's Boy, one of those lovely. ones where you think, oh, Oh, it didn't actually go the way we wanted. Right. And it's quite clever. Okay. My number one, it's got to be My Cousin Vinny. Okay. Have you seen it? Yes. It's like that one, amazing. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I think it's brilliant. Okay. Absolutely brilliant. I'm, I'm gutted that you've actually seen it. Right. I would have given it to you as homework. But uh, yeah, My Cousin Vinny. Right. Good All choices, right. mate. Good yeah. choices. Okay. So thank you very much for that, Chris. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, send in the questions. Yeah. If you want send to. in some questions. We'll, I'll have a rummage in my sack, see if I pull yours <laughs> off. Help. <laughs> Okay, so uh, do you want to reiterate, mate, how people can contact us and send us questions on social media? Yes, mate. They can get us on Twitter or Instagram, which is at movie underscore drone, or via email on moviedronepodcast at hotmail.com. Okay, mate. So the reason that we're here, mm. um, we do, you did, I mean, you did a poll last did week. A poll, we mate, it was a tournament, I? wasn't it? It was a tournament. It was. We were wondering what to watch. There's a few things coming out, a few new things, but we decided to do a few weeks where we do something a bit different, but let other people decide in the form of a tournament. Yeah, we wanted to treat them, didn't we? Treat them well, we did. So we <laughs> gave them eight films to start the tournament off. Yeah. Which were Empire Strikes Back. That's a Star Wars film for anyone who don't know. <laughs> the Ghostbusters. Goodfellas, George, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, Rocky, Psycho and Raiders of the Lost Ark. I mean, anyone actually thinking would think that you're being a little bit sarcastic when you say that, but you had to be told that Empire Strikes Back <laughs> was a Star Wars film. <laughs> I would have guessed it yeah. at some point. So anyway, first round, mate, Empire Strikes Back beat Ghostbusters, yeah. okay. 61 to 38. Mm-hmm. But in the next one, Jaws smashed Goodfellas. Yeah, surprise at them. Yeah. Rocky beat Cuckoo's Nest. And Raiders beat Psycho. Yeah, a little bit gutted. I wanted some big uh, names went out in that first yeah, one. Shock. Those last two were a little bit um, different for me. So we hit the semis, mate. Got a bit exciting then. <laughs> well, Raiders of the Lost Ark smashed Rocky. Smashed it. Yeah. Empire Strikes Back versus Jaws was a marathon, flipping marathon. One was in front, the other was in front. One was in front, the other one was beating it by one. Three seconds to go. Final vote in 50-50. So we had a freeway in the final. Well, I mean, it's not normally the way to do it, is it? So normally what you do is the highest seed then goes through because it had the highest rating on whatever score, whatever seeding system you use. So No, you weren't, no. Well, we didn't announce it was seeded. We just put some things up. So I thought it would be unfair on the listeners who have voted to make that decision. So we had Empire Strikes Back versus Raiders of Lost Ark versus Jaws. In third place, Raiders of Lost Ark. Second place, gleefully, Empire Strikes Back. And the winner was Jaws, 39.4%. It was indeed. So we watched a film. 
kind of spoils my intro into this, but <laughs> we watched a film that's currently 8 out of 10 on IMDb, rated A, two hours, four minutes long, billed as an adventure thriller. With a synopsis of when a killer shark unleashes chaos on a beach community, it's up to a local sheriff, a marine biologist and a seafarer to hunt the beast down. The $7 million budget grossing $472 million. This is directed by Steven Spielberg, starring Roy Schneider, Robert Shaw, Richard Dreyfuss, Lorraine Gary and Murray Hamilton. This was 1975's Jaws. Did you catch a clip? Got a shanty. Show me the way to go home. I'm tired and I want to go to bed. I had a little drink about an hour ago and it's got right to my head. I wonder where that would be on like a list of things you wouldn't expect to hear on this episode. Ticking them off, mate. Ticking them off. (laughs) (laughs) Funniest thing in the episode so far. Okay, mate. So we did watch Jaws, like I say. Uh, I mean, I'm not totally uh, gutted about it. I mean, I would have probably liked to have done Empire Strikes Back. I mean, it was one of my choices. Jaws was one of your choices. I couldn't have been happier. No, I'm sure you couldn't. I'm sure you couldn't. I mean, I don't know whether there was Russian voting or whatever it seemed to go up and down, but there's a lot of love for the shark. There is. A lot is. of love for the shark. So, mate, after all of that, what did you think of 1975's Jaws? It's always a treat to watch, mate, isn't it? It's always a treat to sit down and treat yourself to a watch of Jaws. Okay. Still brilliant. It's still great. And I think it's you've got three absolutely faultless performances in it. In my opinion, okay. I think when you sometimes watch a film, you think, oh, he stole it, he stole it, he stole it. I think there are three in here that are absolute bangers. Okay. I mean, I take it you mean Richard Dreyfuss and Robert Shaw yeah, and Roy Schneider. Absolutely. Okay. I mean, for me, right, I'm struggling a little bit at the moment with older films and it's i think it's just where i've seen them a lot of times Mm. so like this one for me is a film of two halves now okay i would quite happily fast forward the first half of this film now okay i don't hate it but i've just seen it so many times that i know exactly what's going to happen and for me the film itself is should i mean it is all about that last half the music from uh, john williams Mm. um and <laughs> I knew he was going to do that at some point. Um, so what I t- at the moment, I'm not really watching a lot of older films uh, or, or not really ones that I've seen a lot of times. Um, I am ending up watching like stupid new films with Vinnie Jones in, for God's sake. Do you know what I mean? And scoring it like 10. So I'm making mistakes with that. But um, I still like it. 
I just am struggling a little bit with watching the same thing over and over again. The first half of it. Second half, brilliant. Okay. That's interesting you say that. Right. Because I don't have that same feeling. Right, okay. I think this one, and I think... I mean, I don't watch this one religiously like everyone... like. Emma watches the Meg, for example. I think it's on like a 60th watch or something. Yeah. Oh, I probably watch this one. Yeah, it's a once a year film for me. Right, okay. Uh, might watch it twice. Depends if, when you know when you come in. I mean, not now, but when you've been out and you come in, Dave TV channel or something, and it's showing it, um, and you catch the end, like you say. But I actually sit down and watch this one probably once, twice a year, and I always find it's as fresh and always keeps me glued. I always want to see the whole thing. I don't wonder. Do you mm. know like some film? Like if we had uh, Indiana Jones, for example, I, I love it. I think it's a great film. But if that's one on a Sunday afternoon, I wonder. I'll come in on 10 minutes of it. I'll walk out, stir my gravy, come right. back in. Okay. This one, I do not want to move when I'm watching it. Right. I mean, this is one of the first films that made me take note of horror. This and yep. obviously um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, I had the book. Never yep. read it. Okay. I mean, I had it. Yeah. It just sort of sat there. I just thought it was cool to have it. I mean, I never read it. You know what I'm yeah. like with books. And I've got the poster now, haven't I? So it's a poster that I've got up in yeah. the uh, in the office. I only got that recently. But I've never really found it scary. I don't know if you ever found it scary, no. do you? I think but, it builds tension very well. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't definitely. say it's scary, but I think it's very good at building tension. Yeah, I mean, one of the main reasons is the score, isn't it? Yeah. From, from John Williams. Faultless, isn't it? It is, yeah. Um, and I mean, watching it on this time, there's some bits, I suppose, because I have seen it so many times. And I suppose it's like you, you say that you just sit and watch it, um, or some films you do. I was actually taking note a bit uh, more this time. So um, the opening scene I thought was good. I didn't realise how silent it goes when the girl gets sucked under. And things like that. That took three days to film that scene. Did it? Blimey. Why is that? Because they were trying to, they had people yanking her from either side with some rope and they couldn't get it quite right. Right. To look and all of her gurgling and stuff. But yeah, it took three days, I suppose, because, I'd say three days, but it would have taken three evenings, wouldn't it? I suppose. Yeah, so yeah, that, I, suppose I suppose their light, yeah. um, light windows were, were there. But yeah, three days. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it does set the tension early. The f- scene, I suppose, that I do like f- from the starting, or from the first half, well, there's a couple, there's like the pier scene, I think that's quite cool. Um, the one with the Sunday roast. Yeah, when, yeah, yeah, and the scene that I probably find probably most poignant in it, I think, is the one where they the, the second kill, where you have the close-ups of the lady, the dog, yeah, yeah. and the kid on the yeah. lilo, and you know something's going to happen, but yeah. you don't know who to, and kudos for them actually making it the kid yeah. that got it, but it's the actual scene when the lilo's washed up on the shore. And the woman's running around calling for her kid. And it seems like everybody else is sort of staring at her, Mm. just thankful that they've got their loved ones next to them. And that actually, me watching it this time around, I did notice that a lot more. Normally, I would have just watched it and and not really taken note of that. It's almost like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre hammer scene. Um, I would have just watched it for and enjoyed it before. But this one made me sort of feel a bit sadder this time. It is... Big pair of brass balls that kills a kid, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I've um, always I mean, said that, Yeah, I mean, fair play. It is easy to go. I mean, like, like you say, Bat Lady or whatever, the old man, they could have taken a way out, but actually doing the kid, it sets that real menacing thing early on. I mean, I suppose it makes it them sit up and realise that it is really serious, but still the way that the... The sheriff, uh, not the sheriff, the mayor is acting. Mm. I mean, quite now, if it would have been a kid, there would have been absolute uproar, wouldn't there? Yeah. I mean, there's some films we watched recently that had the same sort of idea, didn't they? They used the same sort of, I suppose, 
trope of um of there being i can't remember what film it was there being a parade or whatever and they had yeah. to keep the, the swarm the pla- it was the swarm was it okay well yeah. i've actually likened it to um modern day mate the shark is coronavirus <laughs> and the prime minister's trying to keep the country open for the economy <laughs> yeah, do you know maybe. what i mean it's that sort of same thing where on a bigger scale you've got people that I've got to worry about the economy because business goes on, but actually there's a serious underlying issue. Yeah. I think it's quite a good metaphor throughout life and through different things that have happened. Wow. Deep. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, this is where the score, I think, you first start noticing. Yeah. That's really, I mean, it's just amazing, isn't it? Yeah, I think, like you say, with the, the score is great, but I think the silence talks as much as the score does and the fact that the score has a lot of silence in it anyway. Yeah. Um, it's like you're saying with the silence when she's drowning... And you've also got the silence when the pier comes in because people are expecting there to be a shark attached and it just sort of plonks in. Yeah. And you, like you say, you have that menacing, is it two notes? Yeah. And you think, shit, he's doing a lot with that. They mm. do a lot with not a lot. Mm. See, I like, so you got the first half is when they start bringing in the different characters. So you start getting to meet Sheriff Brody. Yeah. Start realising he's a little bit of a wet lettuce about the water and he's got his phobias. And then Mr. Scientist turns up. And you realise he's a bit scatty, and then Quint comes in. I mean, I think it gets better for me, certainly, when we meet Quint. Yeah. It's just, I mean, that performance by Robert Shaw is just amazing. And this is where, like I say, this second half of this is so much better for me. A free performance, may I add. Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Ended up paying it all to the tax man. (laughs) Because he owed so much tax that his salary went straight to the tax man. He never received a penny from Jaws. I mean, he should have got a percentage of it, really, shouldn't he? He should have done. But, yeah. I, I mean, who would have known going into this, it would have been such a classic. No. I mean, I've been to the um, ride. They've shut the ride now. Yeah. In, uh, I think it was, uh, where did I go? Florida. Yeah. Universal Studios, I think it was. Yeah. Quite fun. Yeah. I mean, it didn't look much better than the actual film. But, uh, I mean, the effects were all right. Yeah. No, I think they still hold up. I think okay. the fact that they used physical effects, I mean, we can get on to some of the other ones later, but when you start looking at the later Jaws, so the successors of this one, they started trying to mess around with a bit of CGI. And when you watch those now, yuck. Yeah. Uh, but you watch this one because of physical effects. I think they look, Bruce the Shark looks great. I mean, I think they look, it looks okay in certain places yeah. and then looks really good in others. Yeah, yeah. you are right. I yeah. mean, there are some, you can tell it's a mechanical shark, but it's 1975. Is, Fair yeah. play. I mean, there's not many of those where you look back and you think, that still holds up. I've, I've seen worse shark effects in the Meg, for example, <laughs> Emma. Don't um, keep winding it <laughs> um, So the first sighting, for me, almost plays out comically. Right. It has like a comedic undertone, yeah. I thought, um, when they're on the boat. Yeah. But it does really give you the feeling uh, that the shark is an intelligent creature who's enjoying the chase rather than just something. Because it could go away and feed somewhere else, but it stays for the fight. And that's what I think is great about the the, the whole, I mean, what is it, about an hour, isn't it? 45 minutes an hour, the last bit, yeah. Yeah, no, I like like that build-up. I like the way that um, he mentions that it's a night feeder and then it never actually attacks during the night really and they just attack them during the day so for me it gives it that edge of it's more intelligent and like you say it's hunting them down it almost is looking for its own revenge isn't it yeah I also like the way they they sort of carry on that tension in the characters because you've got the three complete opposite personalities on that boat you can have probably three different people Hmm. Um, I mean apparently Richard Jafus and Robert Shaw didn't get on anyway they right. didn't like each other right. so some of that tension is real Right. Okay. Um, but the way they're all biting at each other got Richard Jafus 
going at Brody because he's knocking the things over. You got Robert Shaw. He's going at Dreyfus because he's they've got this little battle of wheels where both think they're the expert. Yeah, and it's almost like being a work. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the some of the best bits for me in the end sequence are the visual aids that they use, the barrels. Yeah, and those sequences, the fact that they someone had the idea of look, we won't bring the shark because it doesn't. I mean, I'm presume that they knew that it didn't look fantastic. Yeah, um, yeah. and they, so they just used the visual aid of the barrels to let you know where it was Brilliant. and what it's doing. It was amazing, genius, wasn't it? It was one of those, like you say, just having that point where it just pops up by the boat. Yeah. I say in so much with that, yeah. with basically someone hiding under with a rope, dropping, bopping a barrel up. Yeah, brilliant. It is good. The score itself, for me, comes into its own. There's uh, a scene that's almost fantastical, like a Disney movie score, um, and it's when I think it's when they're chasing him with the barrels in. Yeah, and it's like a flipper movie. It just goes from like a fairly dark, uh, fairly dark score, even if it is just a dunna, dunna. Yeah. It's still fairly dark. But then it goes to this like fantastical fucking. Oh, it might have been the Goonies. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. It was one of those where you just think. I'd forgotten how good it was. Yeah, I'd forgotten about that. It is a great, great one. Apparently, as well, while they're on that boat. Yeah. Do you know the uh, radio? She calls in trying to check on Sheriff Brody. Right. Yeah. Apparently, that's Steven Spielberg on the old radio, mate. Was it? Yeah, that's his cameo in the film. Oh, was it? Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was brilliant. Was I'm, it? And since I've read that, I'm going to listen to it now. Right, okay. I already know what Steven Spielberg sounds right. like too much, but okay. I was on American. Board. Yeah, what yeah. a great way. Um, I mean, it was uh, some of the decisions that Quint made were a little bit sort of OTT. Hothead, wasn't he? They was, yeah. yeah. And it does it does annoy me sometimes when people are like that. But I suppose, I mean, I suppose he had, I mean, it was the character, it built the character. It's didn't pride, it? isn't it? Yeah, he's yeah. the proper alpha male and he's leading them on. He, want, he wants the glory, doesn't he? He wants to be going into harbour, dragging that fucking thing behind him. Yeah. Going, look what I've got. Like, we've seen him. When he come back into harbour and had the tiger shark. Yeah, yeah. He just did no, he knew. And he was like, I'm not looking. I'm not interested. <laughs> he wanted to be that, but coming in with his fucking great, great white there. Right. The cage scene, um, yeah. I, the effects on that, I haven't really looked into it. I take it that they were done differently because it looked... Yeah, I, mean, I think that was a real shark. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I I don't know whether that was an accident. And I they, mean, not obviously coming into the cage and that. That was clearly the... Yeah, the one where it's on top of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, part of me, I don't know this, I'm surmising, thinks that they had some footage and they made that work. Right, okay. I think they've had that before because I think that would be very hard to do. Yeah. Um, and it didn't marry up very well when you actually look scene to scene. No. Um, I think it sort of was a bit off, but I think they did a good job with it. I mean, the iconic drinking scene, that's always fun, isn't it? It's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, just the scars bit. Is um, that is that like your favourite scene in the film? I know it is someone's. I, th- I think the Indianapolis scene. Right. I mean, it all elongated through the same bit, isn't it? Yeah, but that yeah. Indianapolis moment, I think is it's just three blokes on their absolute Would make a good clip game. that. It would. Yeah. yeah. Um, the shanty, perhaps, would make a good... <laughs> uh, unless you want a four-and-a-half-minute clip. Right, okay. But, yeah, I mean, that scene's always... So, uh, the, the dialogue and that in that and the, the storytelling yeah. that they use. Um, I think I think my most enjoyable scene is the pier scene. Is it? Yeah, it makes me chuckle every time. Right, okay. Um, but, yeah, it's the one for actual performances and acting. I mean, like I say, three people on their A-game, and you believe it when he tells you about the Indian and it actually made me want to research and read about that and I quite actually like to see a film called Indianapolis where it does that so there's one death scene in it which is Quince I was a little bit disappointed 
Really? Mean, not, not the scene. I thought yeah. the scene was good. But I think that I was a little bit disappointing this time. We just went out with a bit of a whimper, a bit of a cry. Yeah. And I, I'd forgotten that. I'd for, I actually thought that he went out with a bit of fight in him. But uh, he just, yeah. it just, for me, it would have been better if he'd just gone out sort of like kicking and screaming. But he sort of like just whimpered and got eaten. I would have liked, I've got no issue with him dying. No. I mean, I would have liked him to have been the catalyst that created the death. Right. So perhaps he went in. But he dragged Brody's handgun with him and he grabbed hold of the tank and he blew him up. <laughs> like Sharknado or something. Yeah, some, but right. something like that where he instigated it. Because <laughs> like you say, he did go out of a bit of a whimper, really. Yeah. I know, but then it comes back to that un, um, unexpected hero thing we said about in the tropes, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Um, so it's, it's quite good. But I mean, you said you had the book, you didn't read it. I didn't. Apparently the author of this book was thrown off set. Oh, really? Because he didn't like the climax of the film. Peter Benchley? Yeah, he was thrown off set because he complained about the climax of it. So I don't know what part of it is different than in the book. Read the book. So I'm going to have to because you're not going to, are you? Oh, have you still it. got it? No, I fucking right. I burn books now, mate. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't read them. No. So uh, I don't know what happened to that. Okay. I might, have to have, I might have to get one, have a read and find out what actually happened at no. the end. Because he, I mean, to get thrown off set, that's quite surreal, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's a big talking point then through the thing, mate. I know you like this. You like, Eric, excuse me, that's not actually correct. <laughs> I don't think you'll find they actually say that during the film. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know the bigger boat one. The, the bigger boat. Yeah. And it amazes it like that Mandela effect where people think they know it. Yeah. And it gives you a chance every time to interrupt and go, excuse me. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't. don't I know. don't. But I Ad-libbed will. ad as well, that. Was it? Yeah, apparently not okay. in the script. What, what do they say and what do we think they say? People say we're going to need a bigger boat, right. but it's actually you're going to need a bigger boat. Okay, there, there you go. go. <laughs> you smug look. <laughs> How many times have you corrected people on have that? Have you looked into the Chica- trial of the Chicago 7 to, no. to spot my... No. What I said last week? No, I'm not ruining it for myself. Right, mate. okay. But yeah, you're right. You're right. Absolutely yeah. right. Yeah, it's not, uh, it's not actually said the way that people say it. Yeah. Great. Great bit of movie quizzy, are that? Yeah, great. Yeah. Got a couple of small little tiny bits about it. Okay. One thing, I think I think uh, a favourite line in there, um, or the favourite discussion, was when he gets on the boat and he says, you're rich. Right. And he just goes, yep. <laughs> and there's this same couple of seconds, and I think they are timed perfectly, and I thought that was acted really well. Okay. It was, it was like he was just learning of it at that point, yeah. and I thought that was great. I like the bit where they cut the shark open and they get all the bits off and he gets all the guts down his trousers. Right. I mean, effects-wise, it, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, it wasn't too bad. I mean, I'd be, I'm surprised that they didn't have lots of sort of like dead normal sharks and that being the yeah. 70s yeah. and some of these films that we watch with poor animal control. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I thought the effects were pretty good. Yeah, no, there was one missed opportunity for me in there. Right. He says the line, I've got CCTV all around the boat. And he said to him about all the cameras and stuff. And I thought they could have shown some of the footage. Right. Do you know what I mean? If they could have done where they was going through there and it went through and they was like fucking size of that or something. Yeah. Um, but they never acknowledged it again. No. And I thought they could have, whether it's a deleted scene or something, I don't know. I just thought it was pointless pointing out all this technology and then going out on an old chuffer with a clue <laughs> that weren't even bolted on. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe they didn't have the the uh, budget to sort of like actually make footage to show them. I mean, I don't know. But yeah, but don't uh, don't show us this big old flash boat with all this stuff on and then not use any yeah. of it. I mean, I must admit, when I was talking about a twenty foot shark, I was actually sort of like trying to measure it with my eyes in the front room. It was like the length of my front room. Yeah, it's a big, big old, old bastard, wasn't it? That is tip to tail, though. Yeah, I know. It's still right. fucking big, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's a lump. Okay then, mate. So I haven't got much more to say about yours. No. I don't know if you know. You're dumb. All I've got, mate, to finish off, I just think this is a film that was a catalyst to a generation and beyond of phobias of sharks and water. Yeah. Um, and I'm not sure there's been another film that's had that kind of impact when you think about it. No, you're right. I know you've got arachnophobia, but people are generally scared of spiders anyway. Mm. Um, but you've got this one. I mean, people are genuinely scared. I don't know. I go swimming and I'm going, mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, but you live in the UK, stuff. mate. I mean, well, fucking, I'm assuming when I go on holiday, I don't go down Sheppy <laughs> swimming around. Um, but I'll be snorkeling, going. Mm, mm. How many how many films have done that? I just think it's had such an impact, yeah. and it holds up for me. Okay, for me, it's steadily gone down a little bit. It's okay. still a classic. Yeah. I, I, I do like watching it. It's just mm. now become sort of like I want to get to the end. Hat hour, okay, uh, and and I mean, even though this time I think I've actually enjoyed the first hour a lot more than I have done on previous watches cool. recently. Yeah, you got a score there, mate? I think I'm gonna shock you, mate. But I've got 93. Have you? Yeah, okay. Love I mean, it. I don't know why that would shock me. I mean, yeah. it's all we go on about shark this and shark that, you know what I mean? So, uh, <laughs> shark week, shark week, got to sit in shark yeah. week, the meg shit, the meg shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, okay, I've got 85. Okay, um, That's solid score. No, it is. I think the second half's probably a 92. Yeah, but the first half uh, obviously brings it down a little bit. Yeah, so there you go. Cool, all right, I enjoyed that. Thanks everyone for voting, yeah, the right way. Okay, <laughs> we'll see what happens with the uh, the, the new one you got out, yeah, which we'll talk about in a minute. What else you watch then, mate? Only a couple, mate, right. that I can think of. I'm sure I've watched more, but do you think my little brain can process it? No. no. Catch me if you can. Okay, yeah, yeah, solid. 82. Yeah, still good. Oh, yeah. It is a great, I concur. True story, yeah. Oh, it is. It is really good. And Christmas with the Cranks. But it's not Christmas. I've told you, I've relaxed my watching Christmas I should think you have, mate. It's yeah. fucking early. It's like... It's no good, is it? Got to get him in, mate. Got to get him in. Right. It was on there. It right. saved me going anywhere to get a disc, and I just clicked it on. Right. Do like it. It's good Good fun. Did it? I mean, I don't know if it's in it. Jamie Lee Curtis, Dan Aykroyd. I don't know. Don't okay. know if it's in it. Well, we might have some Christmas homeworks <laughs> coming up, <laughs> right. mate. Who knows? Is that it? Yes, mate. Okay, I watched... I think I got four. I watched A Beautiful Day in the Neighbourhood. Okay. I keep toying with the idea. Right, okay. So, it. I, I don't know the bloke. No, I mean, uh, it's I Tom Hanks, mate. Just like no, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's because we don't get it over yeah, here, do we? No. Um, for me, it was a bit creepy, right? A bit Ron Ferris. <laughs> I mean, it's maybe over here. I think we now we think that all children's TV is yeah. creepy. Now, I know it's not the documentary. I might not find that creepy, but I did find Tom Hanks' portrayal of him creepy. And okay. I imagine that if it's a good portrayal like Tom Hanks normally does, then the yeah. original will be creepy. However, the film itself, I didn't particularly... It doesn't focus on him. Yeah. It focuses on someone else. Okay. Um, and he's just in it. I think it's because I don't have an affinity yep. with... Uh, I can't remember his even name now, but I didn't like it. Okay. 30. Yeah. Uh, I watched The Hunt again. Okay. Uh, Jill watched it with me first time. So, yeah. uh, 73. Yeah. It's quite good. It's, it's, it's all right. Yeah, yeah. It's, not, it's probably a little bit better than I remember. I watched Me, You and Everyone We Know. Okay. Which is another one of the Miranda July films, Dunker yeah. Gillionaire. Not as good, mate. Not okay. as good, got to be honest. Bit sort of more oh, quirky. didn't like me liking no, Gillionaire. No, I don't like they? either of us, Ooh, do they, liking that? that went like, down. <laughs> I don't know who, it is who likes it. No. Can't find anyone else. Me. Well, yeah, no, it's, well, we got some grief on that. Um, so, yeah, it was 62. Okay. It was all right. Yeah. It's just a bit, a little bit too quirky for me. Um, and I watched Psycho again because I was a little bit gutted. I mean, Original? 
Yes. Okay. So I meant to watch Psycho and um, One Flew. One Flew of Cuckoo's Nest. I couldn't get round to One Flew. Um, so I watched Psycho again. It was good. Uh, I've got 81 on it. Yeah. Uh, so, like I say, I do like it. I'm probably sort of slightly glad that it didn't win the tournament. Okay. We talk about it, but it's yeah. still a good film. Cool. Still a good film. All right. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Right. Do you want to move on? Yes, mate. This is the next section. This is a section that we like to call Homework. <laughs> Okay, so this is the section where we give each other films that we love, the other one hasn't seen, on the hope of uncovering hidden gems. Mm. What did you give me this week, mate? I gave you a film, mate, that's currently 6.5 out of 10 on IMDb. is a 15, one hour, 57 minutes long, build as a drama. With a synopsis of when a museum celebrating the KKK opens in a South Carolina town, the idealistic Reverend Kennedy strives to keep the peace even as he urges the group's Grand Dragon to disavow his racist past. Starring Garrett Hedlund, Andrea Riseborough and Forrest Whitaker. Can't find a budget but a gross of 140k, 2018's Burden. You did, mate. I didn't realise this was due for a cinema release. I think that um, Mr. Positivity, Wolfie yeah. T, pointed out that it was sort of supposed to be coming soon. I didn't realise it would be something that would go to the cinema, to be honest. Another victim. Yeah, it was, yeah. Um, it's another one where you can almost smell the people. Pretty yeah. skanky, weren't they? Yeah. I mean, we're watching a lot of films. You know, like I love America. I love yeah. going to America. I, I, I thought about moving there. A yeah. while ago, and uh, I'd like to go there again Take soon. Have you? <laughs> Maybe not. But this is not a good tourist film for America again. No, it's is quite it? hickey. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. yeah. <laughs> not quite sure if I'll be going those places. Based on a true story, I think is it? Yeah. Loosely. Yeah. Got something I need to mention okay. a bit later. All right. So the acting was okay for what level of film? I think it is. Which is like a B plus. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's okay. like a above, obviously above a B movie. Andrea Riseborough and Forrest Whitaker were certainly the, the standouts for me. Yep. I spent most of the time thinking, I know that woman. I know that woman. Yeah. And then it wasn't sort of till the end. I thought, oh, shit, she's the one from Mandy. Yeah. They do make her look very, very different in this. Grimy. And, yeah. But I think that the real people, you know, you see the real people at the end. Yeah. I think that they done quite well with the actress. That, that, yeah. That <laughs> yeah, they was. Because <laughs> they... They were a lot worse than, than and I thought these ones looked uh, looked bad. Yeah. But um, the main issue I had with it was its tone. Yeah. Okay. It's a film about KKK. It's not never going to be fun, is it? Well, see, saying that, yeah. I found it hard to take it seriously with the backdrop of the museum. Okay. For some reason, it felt comedic in places because I don't think it was hard-hitting enough. So if this was the only film that I watched about the KKK... The first film, so this is the first yeah. film that I ever watched about the KKK. Never seen anything else, never read anything about it. Yeah. I wouldn't have gone away getting the message of how bad they really were. Okay. Because this museum was like a comical sort of thing in in amongst this. And it, the film wasn't brutal or gritty enough. I mean, he got beaten up, but the sort of the worst thing that happened to him was he got evicted and people wouldn't talk to him and stuff. Yeah. And I, I didn't find it hard hitting enough to make me understand a lot about what the KKK and all that's about okay if I'm honest yeah. um, I thought it was a bit clumsy and cliched the main character didn't think that he was that good 
he was either one thing or another. I didn't get the idea that he was really torn between what he wanted to do. Okay. I just got the idea he was just flipping between being a KKK member and then not. I thought there was some good acting in it. Like I say, Andrea Riseborough and Forrest Whitaker were pretty good. It just nothing really happened. Right. And I'm not sure that the actual story, um, albeit probably a milestone in some people's lives, was important enough to make a film about. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, and I'm sure it's very important to some people, and I'm sure it made an impact for for, for people in. I think the bubble's too small yeah. for for the film itself, unless it's going to go totally against what did actually happen and go totally violent, yeah. or you know what I mean, or totally comedic. Yeah. It just sort of stuck in the middle for me. And then uh, I mean, like I said, I didn't really want to Google it. It wasn't a film, but I did. Yeah. And I found out that the fairy tale ending didn't happen. Okay. So that 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 sort of like the, the main twist. Bit. Yeah, and I found out that there was sort of like a long drawn out court case because some the bloke tried to sell it and couldn't, and that, and it's it ended up in the end, um, it's just empty. Okay. So it's just like just there. So that sort yeah. of ruined it a little bit for me. I've got to stop doing this, and yeah. I'm just ruining just films for everybody, film. and yeah. I myself, and it everybody. It does say based on. Yeah, I know, I know, I know what you mean. Um, and like I say, the end bit I thought was quite funny when they did yeah. show the real, the real people. Yeah. <laughs> did you like Usher in it? Was he in it? He was a black friend with a kid. Right. I oh, was that Usher. Oh, yeah, yeah. maybe. Yeah. See, to be honest, they did a good job, I think, of disguising people because yeah. i didn't recognize quite a few people even forrest Whitaker looked a bit weird yeah. didn't he and certainly didn't uh didn't recognize andrea riseborough until uh quite late yeah. um yeah i suppose so yeah i mean again it was quite solid oh it's a put i mean the performances were all right yeah i mean they were all right i just it wasn't them that i had that much of a problem with maybe the main character it was more about the tone of the film it was just that backdrop of that museum I just couldn't take it seriously. Yeah, see, I, I found that from like the KKK members, I think this story was trying to put across that these weren't necessarily extreme members of it. They were just yeah. troublesome members of it. Who yeah. was trying. People love stirring a bit of shit and trouble, well, don't I, they? I've got the impression like, that every time someone cut, they were the sort of people that, you know, the sort of people that puff out their chest and the hope that someone holds them back. Yeah. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you go, exactly ooh, that. and then yeah, someone yeah. puts their arm across and you could easily walk through it and have a fight, but you decide They're to pretend that you're being held back. Yeah, yeah, and I got the idea it was like that. And maybe it was. Uh, it just, uh, like, tonally, it was a bit of a problem for okay. me, I'm afraid, mate. I've only got 42 on it. Okay. Yeah, didn't Fair go does. much on it, so sorry about that. That's fine, mate. All right? Yeah. Okay. Um, and it's Mr. Positivity. I mean, you can check it out. Yeah? Yeah. Give it a watch. Yeah. Okay, so I gave you a 1987 film directed by Chris Columbus starring Elizabeth Shue, Vincent D'Onofrio, Keith Coogan, Anthony Rapp and Maya Bruton. Running time of 99 minutes, a box office of $34.4 million. I don't have a budget. 6.9 on IMDb, 72% on Rotten Tomatoes. With a synopsis of a babysitter must battle her way through the big city after being stranded there with the kids she's looking after. I gave you 1987's Adventures in Babysitting. You did. I did. Definitely yeah. 80, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. There's no question about whatever it was in. <laughs> Jesus. Elizabeth Shoe's lovely. She is lovely, she yeah. Was, oh, yeah. She was lovely. Well, as we uh, spoke to... I remember we, we uh, spoke to someone recently who said that they wanted to cast Elizabeth Shoe in their movie. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah, we'll find out who that was, yeah. I suppose. Um, but yeah, she was... Basically, Ali with an eye in this film, wasn't she? Mm. Great. I think I would have enjoyed 
I mean, silly thing to say because it's the first time I've ever watched it, but I can see why people enjoy this because I think I would have done if I had that nostalgia element because I've never seen it. I'm sort of watching it as a new film, if you like, but I can see it's good fun. It's good fun. All the characters were good. I liked the kids. Normally with a film like this, you can hate the kids, can't you? If you hate the oh, kids, I do. Yeah, yeah. you don't like them, no? Well, no, I, I'd like oh, them yeah. in this, yeah, but, but I like them. I don't like them in a lot of films, a lot of films like Mighty yeah. Ducks and stuff. Yeah, you know, you, I don't like yeah. them. You, get, you dislike the kids and it sort of sets that tone. But I thought all the kids were quite funny. It was, I mean, what do you say? It's a 12. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I liked the bit. It had a slight adult point to it. It didn't shy away. It's not a kid's film. Hmm. It's, it's a young adult film. What did you, I mean, uh, there was the scene uh, that WTM, because obviously WTM Watches Movie did an episode on it, yeah. which is why it sort of brought it back to my attention. Yeah. And I watched it again, and that's why I thought about giving it to you. Um, like the bloke with the gun and that. Yeah. The weird, <laughs> weird scene with the bloke who just keeps appearing with the gun it's, outside the phone booth. It's weird, isn't it? There, there are some real uncomfortable moments, <laughs> and he's just sort of waving it and smiling at her. Yeah. I mean, I was like, gee, I'm... it was weird. There was some really strange points. I mean, you had the bits where they go in and they got like the car strip in place and they're being held almost hostage. And I wondered whether that was going to turn into a, a point where they all went up and made friends of them or something. But then they started escaping and being chased down. It, I mean, it was solid. A bit it of slapstick. Was, it was. It? It, but it was solid and it was fun. Um, and I can see why it's a popular movie. I'm just not riding off the back of that nostalgia element. I mean, there was there was a particular scene in there that was cringy as fuck and made me feel a little bit uncomfortable. Right. Um, when she's dancing and singing in the bedroom, right. I was like, that is proper dated and <laughs> cringy now. But like, it, it's ridiculous, isn't it? Basically, yeah. it is ridiculous. But it is along those... It's got them 80s tropes to it where they do this sort of thing. And it's sweet, it's innocent, it's fun. That's all I can say about it. It is fun. Yeah. It is a fun movie. And like I say, I assume it's a cult movie. I assume it's got this big following of people. Some, I mean, I've never heard of it. I can honestly say I'd never, ever heard of it. I mean, it. not as much as some others, no. really. I don't think it's got lockers, but... Um, I don't know if it's more America. I mean, Glyn brought a good uh, point up because I said I'd never heard of it, nor had he. I don't know how long you've heard about this one. Um, but it's stuff like Fast Times at Ridgemont High seems to be very popular stateside, but not so much here. No. And like you said, the promo machine that they've got going now, if there's a film coming out, everyone knows about mm -hmm. it. I don't know what release it got over here. Did it go to cinemas? Was it general release? I mean, you're looking here? at me as I might have gone to the cinema and watched it. I mean, there is a possibility I, I would have got in. Yeah. Um, but um, but uh, I don't remember seeing it at the cinema. I've oh. got to be honest, no. I think I was drinking and that by the time this yeah. came out. But. I mean... I'm sure if it did come out, it had decent success over it. I couldn't find anything. I didn't look that hard. But yeah, it, it's all right. It's all right, mate. Cheesy as fuck. Um, okay. But I liked it overall. Right. And it was fun. Okay, good. No, I've got no complaints. I did, went, you just, did you watch it with the kids? No, we went to bed with a cup of tea. And right. I took a pack of chocolate fingers up. <laughs> and a lady in bed sucking my chocolate fingers. <laughs> um, Sophie bought me around some chocolate orange chocolate fingers. Right. So I laid in bed with a packet of those. Right. Watching it, it was great. I had a lovely evening, lovely evening. <laughs> living the dream. Living the dream. I'm, I mean, what else can you do in this time? I can't go out, can't do nothing. Go up have a cup of tea and some chocolate orange chocolate okay. fingers. Right, brilliant. I got sixty-seven. Have you? Yeah. Okay. Not All bad. Right. Not bad. That do, mate. It was fresh. It was fresh. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I like an eighties-looking film. It's like when we did Chopping Mall, and you get them sort of films where 
You've never seen it, but for the era, it's great fun. Yeah. Good. What's not to like? I'm pleased. So what you got me for me next week then, mate? <laughs> you ready, mate? Yeah. You ready? Oh, people are going to love me. People are going to fucking love me. Right. Here we go, mate. i got you a film. Currently 7.6 out of 10 on IMDb. It's a 12. Two hours and seven minutes long. No. Build. Don't say it. Build. Don't say it. If you say the M word, if you say the fucking M word. I'll give you the synopsis, mate. The synopsis is a poet falls for a beautiful courtesan whom a jealous duke covets. Starring Nicole Kidman, Ewan McGregor, Jim Broadbent. $50 million budget grossing $185 million. A little bit of Kylie in as well. This oh, month. for fuck's Build sake. as a drama musical romance. 2001's The Moulin Rouge. I take it you liked it then. Oh, it was fucking awesome, mate. It is <laughs> trippy as fuck. You better like this and you're not just doing it because it's I loved it. Up. I got to a point, watched it, and I was 20 minutes in. I turned to the missus and was like, they cannot keep <laughs> this up. If this is like this for two hours, 10 minutes, this is trippy as fuck. The first 25 minutes, mate, is awesome. <laughs> right, brilliant. Okay, thanks, everyone. Thanks, brilliant. <laughs> I, I'm not just holding you accountable. I know I know who to blame for these but ones. They said about it, and I thought I'll give it a go, right. and I had a lot of Terrific. fun. Terrific. Right, okay. I'm giving you a 2002 film directed by Mark Romanek, starring Robin Williams, Connie Nielsen, Michael Vartan, Gary Cole, and Eric Lasselle. Running time of 96 minutes, a budget of $12 million with a box office of 52.2 million, a 6.8 on IMDb, 82% on Rotten Tomatoes, with a synopsis of a mentally unstable photo developer targets a middle class family after his obsession with them becomes more sick and disturbing than any of them could imagine. I'm giving you 2002's one hour photo. Why have I never not seen this one, mate? I don't know, mate. It's one I've wanted to see. Okay. Thank you. That's all right. I feel bad now. Well, I feel bad. Should. It's like Stitch Up versus like <laughs> something. I, 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 I mean, I promise you, mate, I'd never give you a film I didn't love. Okay. And it was great. All right. Um, okay. I'll let you off. No worries. It might break we'll records, see. but it we'll find out. <laughs> it might do. Right. Okay, then, mate. So what are we doing next week? Oh, mate, we got another tournament running. It's yeah. so much fun. So <laughs> okay. much fun. People are enjoying fun. it. We decided to do a com. We don't do many comedies. Uh, or we don't. It's not that we don't want to. It's not that not many come out, really, that are worthy no. of doing. So I know we did Borat 2 recently, so yeah. that was good. We had the lads on. But we're going to do, uh, uh, do uh, a comedy tournament. Yeah. So we've got uh, some films up against each yeah, other. Yeah, it's probably all over by the time you've heard this. Yeah. At the moment, it's only just begun. It's only yeah. just begun. Okay. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's kicking off. Okay. People are not happy with the choices, mate. <laughs> not happy. Okay. I'm Sophie's all like, oh, why are there two um, Jim Carrey films and you're not allowed two Will Ferrell films? Hasn't spotted there's two Mike Myers films. <laughs> Let's see how long that one takes to kick okay. off. But we've got eight films up against we have. each other. So, uh, so yeah. Um, what are they? So, mate, at the moment, we have got Blazing Saddles versus Ace Ventura. Mm-hmm. We've got Naked Gun versus Wayne's World. Mm-hmm. We have got Dumb and Dumber versus Austin Powers. And we have got The Jerk versus Anchorman. We have, yeah. So People telling us what films we should have done. If you want a film done... Get in contact, tell us you want a film done, yeah. and we'll reject it. <laughs> yeah, we just do a big tournament of like yeah. loads of different genres. Perhaps and all we sorts. Sh- tell you what, mate, 
That's what we're going to do. Okay. We are going to do that. We're going to offer eight lucky listeners a chance to pick a film okay. to go into a tournament. Okay. What, for the week after? For the week after. Amazing. How about that? Yeah. Let's make shit up on the yeah. spot. <laughs> free balling. <laughs> excellent. That'd be good. Yeah. A fight sniffing. Oh, that'd be excellent. Brilliant. All right, then. Okay. So there you go, then, mate. Yeah. That's episode 121. Thank If you're new and you've joined us, thanks. Give us a follow on Twitter. Yeah. We're great on it. We have so much fun. <laughs> um, do you want to reiterate how people can get us on the Twitter and all sorts of Yes, they can get us on Twitter or Instagram, which is at movie underscore drone, or via email on moviedronepodcast at hotmail.com, or find us on Facebook in the little searchy bar thing. Just type movie drone, yeah. and you can read Steve's show notes. Yeah, and none of them are really kept up to date that well. <laughs> Twitter's your best bet. <laughs> yeah. So there you go then. All right. Yeah. Enjoyed that then, mate. Yeah, it was great fun. Yeah, Good nice luck to, editing uh... that shambles together, mate. <laughs> it's, it's worse when we're not together. Yeah. That's the thing. It's just when I can see you on that screen with that with that weird sort of Soho light in the background. It puts me off a little bit. I'll say, if you've listened to this and enjoyed it, Steve did a fucking great job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay then, mate. Yeah. All right. You done? Yes, mate. Okay then. Say goodbye then, Mark. Goodbye then, Mark. Thanks everyone for listening. See, See you later. Have a great week. Bye. Bye-bye. Mate, less less of a joke, more of just a learning thing tonight. Right. Did you know a piranha can devour a small child in less than thirty seconds, right to the bone? Ooh. In other news, I lost my job at the aquarium today. <laughs> uh, it was less of a joke. Yeah. It was. It was. You're oh, right. <laughs>